Now, broadcasting on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. It's time for Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Let's tap into your own authentic genius and live the life you desire. Join Dr. Rademacher for an enlightened conversation about our brain intelligence, our body intelligence, and our energy intelligence. And now, here's your host, Dr. Art Rademacher. So last year, at the end of it, I shared with you two shows about the best gift you can give others. In a way, since we've been so focused on ourselves, our survival, the feelings of scarcity has caused much stress on our psyche and our experiences of the world around us. Some, however, have seen the crisis we went through as an opportunity to thrive. These are indeed the fortunate ones that possess an insight that helps them overcome any obstacle that shows up in their lives. The truth is, you have that ability as well. I like the statement you may not have heard before, but genius is not born, it is made. We all possess the ability to live the life that we desire. Simply because for us to be able to imagine it, it does mean we can manifest it. Not all of us will imagine the things that Bill Gates or Elon Musk imagine, and that is where we do get stuck thinking that we are less than them. It is never about comparing ourselves with others, but rather determining for ourselves what life do I want to manifest that will bring me much happiness and fulfillment. I am Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is the Doctor's Guide and Prescription for Your Transformation. This is the journey that I want to take you along this entire year, giving to you the insights that I'm gathering from others. It's that way for us to tap into our innate intelligence of the brain and the body, as well as the energy. It is also tapping into that genius within us so that we can live the life that we desire. And so it's about tapping into the collective wisdom, creating the space of generative collaboration, bringing together those voices, those insights, those wisdoms that can help you make the shift that you want. It always comes down to one thing. It's what we don't know that we don't know that makes the difference. So this is the first show in this series of The Journey by the Doctor's Guide and prescription for your transformation. So getting back, it's never about comparing ourselves with others, but rather determining for ourselves, what life do I want to manifest that will bring me much happiness and fulfillment? There is indeed a biochemical response within us that determines these feelings and involves serotonin, as well as other molecules called neurotransmitters. But more of that for another day. This journey series is part of the doctor's guide and prescription for your transformation. And it's all about the journey that we all go on. In many ways, the journey is very similar, in other ways, uniquely ours. Its uniqueness is in the experiences we have based on the structure of our character and behavior, which we will dive into in the beginning of this journey, because my intention is to provide you with a framework from which you can begin to tap into that intelligence that already resides within you. Yes, you did hear me. There resides an intelligence that we mostly ignore or are unaware of. Look, we have successfully evolved over millennia to develop the most incredible and magnificent opportunities, and it keeps on growing. And notice, I say opportunities, not manifestations. For we have manifested magnificence and sadly manifested atrocities. You can decide for yourself. But opportunities abound, and unless we understand how to maximize our own potential, then we will either resort to a mediocre life or one that is harmful to ourselves as well as others. We have evolved and survived because of this intelligence. And it is this very intelligence that will threaten the survival of our future generations unless 
we are smarter about it. I can't tell you or judge what smart decisions we collectively should make to create a better world. But I do believe once we know ourselves better, we can make the best choices that are good for ourselves, good for others, and serves the greater good and just simply feels great. Well, you decide that. So the purpose of the series is to, to introduce to you the potential tools that can serve you and help you evolve along the path that serves you the best. And only you can decide that. It is the uniqueness of your existence, but with many of the same problems everyone else has. We are too quick to decide that we alone have a particular problem. I am reminded of a story by Shirzad Shamin from Positive Intelligence, describing a task that he gave to a large group of top CEOs from Fortune 500 companies. He asked them to write down on a card anonymously the one thing they're most afraid for others to know about them. He then proceeded to read them out loud and the entire room sighed relief, recognizing that what others were afraid of was very similar to what they were feeling. We have been brainwashed, and this is inevitable. Our minds have been filled with some great memes, and then not so great ones, and clearly some really bad ones too. Jim Rohn, one of the greatest and original motivational speakers, reminds us, stand guard at the door of your brain. We must be mindful of what we have been infected by and what has infected our thoughts already. We must therefore go through our own car wash and clean up the exterior and interior of our minds, our bodies, and our energies. That is what the series is all about. We start here. I'll give you the questions you'll want to ponder and decide if you need a new answer for this moment and any future moment that is better than the one you have now. There is always a better answer as things always keep on changing. It's the nuances in our choices, the two millimeter shifts that makes all the difference. It will also give you tangible and implementable choices that you can decide if they work best for you now or later. You decide as it's your choice and your choice alone to determine your future self and the feelings you can have. It might be too easy for some of us to get stuck and be unaware of the hypnosis that we have been subjected to. Having the right tools is important to discover for yourself what is truth, what is good in our individual pursuit of happiness. The Sears will present to you different concepts, principles, or memes that brilliant people from our past and from today have deciphered that will transform how you experience your unique life. Ranging from how we think, what our bodies need, and how our energy affects everything. Interestingly enough, what sages wrote 2,000 years ago is remarkably relevant to our experience today. And even though the world might appear dramatically different, our problems remain much the same. However, we now have the benefit of scientific proof and validation for many of these concepts with an awareness of many new concepts that can help us Take the appropriate action to do us good, to do other go others good, and contribute to the greater good. I will start with the structure of our behavior as I have interpreted from many of the masters before me, then dive into the intelligence of our body and how we can tap into that to optimize our health and well-being. I'll be doing this both on the radio show and invited guests to impart their insights and wisdom, as well as on Fireside and OWL to social media platforms. I hope you will join me and help me present this intelligence for all of us to tap into, into that collective wisdom, and create the space for generative collaboration. In this particular journey, which I started six years ago, I'm excited to now go to that next level. While putting together the master class for doctors, this is a virtual program designed to help my colleagues, as I like to put it, 
getting back in the driver's seat of their practice. This masterclass is called Fuel. And after training for 17 years to become a plastic and reconstructive surgeon, and then being in practice for over 20 years and focused on many of the disciplines outside of traditional medicine, it is obvious that our doctors need an upgrade in how they practice their talent to keep their communities healthy. Without getting into any of the types of politics we deal with today, that's for you to decide. And without any finger pointing, if we want to create the healthiest of communities, which we all should desire for ourselves and future generations, our doctors need to adjust their approach and embrace the incredible opportunities available to them to be able to curate, educate, and implement health optimization strategies. I call them HEOPS, H-E-A-O-P-S. And if you want, you can add a T right after the P. So that would be H-E-A-O-P-T-S. It stands for Health Optimization Strategies, H-E-A for Health, O-P-S or O-P-T for Optimization, and S for Strategies or Solutions or even Systems or any other S you can think of. The key is it's all about health optimization. The HEOP span all parts of our human experience such that these strategies will support a pathway to health optimization. You see, I was struggling with how to define what it is that I want to share. Being that I'm fluid in the many different dimensions of our lives from the brain and the body and the energy, I needed a term that would encompass it all. Was it in functional medicine? Was it integrative or generative medicine? Was it biohacking? What was it? I do know it's uniquely personal. And so I like the term personalized medicine, but it still was not enough for me. So I came up with the word HEOPS. And it's not in the dictionary yet. The closest word that comes to it is ESOPS, which refers to the Greek storyteller. So in a way, this is like telling your success stories that you might want to implement in order to optimize your life. The HEOPS are designed to help both doctors to create and provide personalized application for their clients. I call everyone a client because we must think of our patients in a different way. You see, the term patient relates to a relationship in which the patient gives all the authority and responsibility to the doctor. If we are to optimize the health of our communities, we must, as individuals, assume the responsibility in acquiring the information that suits us best and determine what we should do and assume the responsibility in getting the results that we want. The blame game is now over, and per Viktor Frankl, a Holocaust survival, an eminent psychiatrist in Austria, says in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, the last freedom man has is the freedom to choose. In other words, you are in charge of your brain, and therefore you are in charge of your actions, be it thoughts or behaviors. What's more, there's a certain attitude that doctors have, and I won't call them out for being arrogant, even though too often it may seem like that, but as doctors, we must be equally engaged with the patient and client in understanding how our clients make decisions and assume half the responsibility of a healthy relationship in order for our businesses to thrive. In other words, we must view our practice not as a practice, rather as a business and all the elements that help the business thrive. In my first five years of practice, I totally abdicated on that responsibility and paid a hefty price, and I'm still learning. The HEOPs that I share will help doctors curate and adopt different strategies that they can share with their clients in order to optimize their health. Who better with the knowledge, training, and aptitude towards healing than a doctor to help their clients discover and then decide what is best for them? So this is the purpose of my class and my plan is to help doctors stay relevant in today's complicated world of politics and economics while keeping their clients healthy and safe with all types of proven health optimization strategies, which encompass, as I like to describe, the three dimensions or intelligences of influence, the brain or our mind, the body or nature, the energy 
or the spirit. For us to be optimally healthy, we cannot just rely on one area, and too often, and in particular in medicine, we are too myopic in our search for solutions. Doctors have become super specialized in, for example, the treatment of cancer, a problem that will affect one half of the American population sometime in their lifetime. The war on cancer, which started over 40 years ago, has essentially made very little progress in the cure. Meanwhile, created much disease and financial burden with barely any increase in survival when the answer can be found by addressing the entire human experience. Fortunately, we have some brilliant doctors and naturopaths that address this and give us solutions that incorporate so many different elements of our lives that will assist in either a significant reduction of the burden of disease at worst and a complete elimination of the problem at best. The truth is, there's so many examples of how this has happened leaving colleagues stumped. And my vision that I have for the doctors of the future that I've had for the last 20 years is that doctors will not be prescribing drugs or performing surgery. I do stand on the shoulders of many giants that bring this intelligence to you, and I'm excited to repackage it at all together for your healthy consumption. So to get started, we must establish several keystone principles or concepts to guide you through the entire process. This will also help you to establish the baseline from where you begin this upgraded journey of yours. First, it's about how you actually process and integrate the information that results in your motivation followed by inspired intelligent action. And then, where do you actually find yourself now? Without either one of these, you won't be able to measure what you're doing and what progress you're actually making. Random inspiration and action will lead you nowhere. You must have the map and the ability to read the map as well. So let's begin with the coding. And for practical purposes, I'll be presenting materials in blocks of three or quadrants of four. Three is easy to remember and chunk the information. I also like quadrants from a time perspective, and it stretches you a little to engage in more than just three. You can divide your day, your month, and year in four easy blocks or quadrants of dedicated focus. For example, while you set your optimum target for one year, you break it down in four blocks or four quarters, further breaking it down in months or three months, and then four weeks. Each week represents one of the primary focus for improvement. But more on that later. For today, I want to delve into the winning mindset as I like to present it. Clearly, it's the formula I like to package at this point to help you begin a strategy that can serve you. I will continue to bring more to you and recognizing there's so much to choose from. You then have the responsibility to be open to implement a new set of systems or strategies and to determine if you're getting the results. As per Einstein and modifying his quote, we must develop a new level of intelligence in order to solve our past problems. Not getting the results clearly will mean many different things. It's up to you to decide if you're playing full out or only dabbling in it. Dabbling is not going to get you very far. The winning mindset is about understanding what underlies all of our behaviors. Using the four quadrant plan, we start off with identity, beliefs, values, and needs. This discussion for this show will complete the first of the series and for you to embrace and start the new year and decide how do these four elements determine what I do day in, day out. That's the question for you to consider as you're listening to what I'm saying. Since we only have one hour for this today, you will have the opportunity to ponder about what I am sharing and testing it throughout the week, noticing what part of you is showing up in the behavior you are experiencing with the thoughts and the emotions. So we begin with identity. In Latin, identitas, 
Identity is what we repeatedly do, like habits, it is what we put on every day. From the Latin identitatum, which means the same or repeatedly. What we repeatedly do. Identity is also the strongest force in human behavioral psychology, with the need to remain consistent with how we define ourselves and causes us to repeatedly do. The phrase, how you do anything is how you do everything, is relevant, and therefore how we show up in life, both in private and public. It is both internally and externally driven. However, we aren't fundamentally sometimes one way, then another way, the next. This habitual or repeated action and behavior defines our identity and so ultimately our destiny. What we do in private is what we get rewarded in public. In other words, what you do intrinsically gets rewarded extrinsically. All behavior is a result of what happens inside of us and motivated by positive intent. I think most people rarely tap into this consciously or intentionally in a consistent fashion and likely never reach the destiny they want. But all of us do label ourselves and others with a specific label or identity. For example, man or woman, parent, sibling, doctor, lawyer, environmentalist, politician, actor, runner, smoker, vegan. We use these terms loosely in order for us to be able to navigate the world with confidence by letting others know what types of roles we assume. In a way, it's the basic currency we use when relating with others. This currency, like money, varies from country to country, as well with culture, epoch, and more. So how a judge or arbiter of law functions in one country will be very different than in another. So your interpretation of the identity is completely yours. We also have universal or unique character behavioral identities or traits like honesty, loyalty, innovative, leader, and any other adjectives describing human qualities or virtues. Each identity has the power to influence others, so we must ask ourselves, how well do you fit any of the profiles you desire to be as a parent, doctor, leader, athlete, artist, or inventor? We can also relate to specific archetypes like king, queen, warrior, or magician, or lover. The currency of our identity allows us to also manage our belief and values, placing them in a specific context, and allowing us to navigate the world with confidence. It's the crutch by which we support the way we show up. Our identity can shift with the changing situations in response to the specific dynamics of the situation. A judge best puts his identity aside when he comes home to hang out with his family. In this case, the identity of a lover or understanding parent will be a better one for them. The shift does not need to violate any of the beliefs or values. However, with respect to values, the hierarchy of them might change. More on this later. Identity, in a manner, is also our being, and important in order to achieve a specific goal as we take on a specific habit like focus, being creative, or being disciplined. At times, assuming this identity can help us dispel any negative thinking that might try to limit us. For example, the identity of a clumsy klutz will certainly get in the way of doing things. Conversely, the conviction that one is agile and versatile will make all the difference. Interestingly, a Harvard study of school children clearly demonstrates how what a teacher thinks about their students or class makes all the difference in their performance. One teacher was informed that the students were below average and thus would not perform well. And indeed, at the end of the year assessment, it was marginal. In contrast, with the same class the next year, the teacher was informed that the students were well above average. And as you guessed it, they performed well above average. 
We are ultimately responsible with choosing our identity and our beliefs. However, with today's mass media and hypnosis, misinformation, and nefarious intentions, it is a major challenge for anyone. That is why podcasts like this one and other positive psychology, personal growth, and health optimization programs are so important, as well as other generative situations and opportunities. We must collaborate together. We must continue to be able to tap into that collective wisdom and create a space of generative collaboration for all of us. Humanity is facing so many existential threats, and unless we begin to address it within and not wait to be told, then we will see the shifts we need for our futures. And this would be a belief of mine. The second element that we must address is what are beliefs? Simply things that you know are to be true based on either what you have learned from someone else or what you have learned by your own experience, all of which can be verified or refuted by your own explorations. What if what you learned in the past was actually false and those who offered it to you were actually unaware of it? And all this time, the falsehood negatively influenced your life. We experience this all the time. We must remain vigilant at the door of our brain and what's already in it too. There are many examples how people are hypnotized with false information to suit personal agendas throughout history. At one time, the world was believed to be flat and those who questioned it were actually imprisoned or tortured. Columbus, on reaching the Caribbean, thought he was actually in the East Indies and therefore coined the islands the Indies. World maps changed dramatically once the world was discovered to be round. Beliefs are either universal or global, individual or unique. Beliefs serves us or they don't. They empower us to be successful or they disempower us back to mediocrity. And as Henry Ford puts it, when you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. It is incumbent on each and every one of us to constantly test and verify if our beliefs serve us or not. The world is constantly changing. We are constantly bombarded with conflicting information. Our life situation and our life missions change too. And so, so do our dreams and ambitions. Like our values, our beliefs serve our identity as well and form the foundation as to how we show up and behave moment to moment as our beliefs and values serve our behavioral needs, as we'll discuss after values. A value is simply something we wish to have or avoid. Essentially, we value character traits or experiences. We can value honesty and loyalty, wealth and abundance, health and adventure, love and respect. We can also have away values like fear and pain, dishonesty and lying, judging or demeaning. These values give energy to our beliefs and our identities. They also give the guidance we need in the pursuit of our goals and ambitions. There's also a hierarchy of these needs that will determine how we actually make our choices. For example, if health and love and wealth and success are four values. The way you show up, if health and love is first, followed by success and wealth, will be completely different. If a person came up with success and wealth as their first top values, and perhaps not even having love and health as a value. To be conscious of this is important to help us remain consistent with how we define ourselves, and perhaps health and love should be at the top, followed by any other value you want. The fourth element and the basis of who we are, as I like to describe our winning mindset, is our behavioral needs, aside of the basic needs for sustenance and procreation. Our behavioral needs refer to our need for love and connection, significance and certainty, variety, growth, and contribution. I first learned this at a Tony Robbins event. 
And the importance of these needs can be easily summed up as follows. We will violate our beliefs and our values in order to support our needs. This is an important distinction. And our needs are super important. The need speak for themselves. We are indeed social beings and need to connect and experience love. For to be without it has a pretty negative impact on our psyche, our mental health, and trust in our own existence. A condition found in children called failure to thrive is one when a child does not experience loving relationships and simply does not do well compared to other children that have that loving experience. People live longer in loving relationships. We do better together in collaboration. Our entire evolution has been dependent on this connection between individuals. Then our lives must have meaning and significance, worthiness and merit, mission and legacy. For without grand ambitions that we pursue and impact others, we are in fact directionless and simply just exist. It impacts our neurotransmitter levels and our brains function much better. We also need certainty to know that there's order and predictability thus giving us the confidence that our actions are followed by specific results that we want. Learned hopelessness occurs when this is absent. Then there's a need to feel alive with uncertainty and getting outside of the comfort zone. In fact, for many, life begins outside of the comfort zone. Or per Tony Robbins, the quality of life is directionally proportional to the degree of uncertainty you are comfortable to live with. Finally, growth and contribution are the spiritual needs. We are happiest when we grow and contribute. We are happy on that path of self-actualization, of expanding and becoming more, and doing more, and being more. As mentioned, we will violate our beliefs and values to satisfy these needs. As we possess all of these needs, some of them will be more prevalent than others, based on who you are. Usually only two are most prevalent of any of them, and governs how you choose what you do, like your hierarchy of values. With each of these needs, our sense of fulfillment is at its best when our lives are able to satisfy these needs at the highest level. If several needs are satisfied well, while others are not, it leads to an imbalance and causes us to acquire different beliefs or values to in fact hide the internal dissonance because of the imbalance. When all can be satisfied well, then life is indeed full of happiness and joy as we can find ourselves winning at the game of life. Ultimately, that's what it's all about. And what is the game you're playing and how well you're playing it? Knowing the basics of how we do what we do will give you the tools to find greater alignment and harmony in your life. Diagnosing what part of your software you want to rewrite is the prescription you want and the reason for the series as a doctor's guide and the life journey hereon. We will continue going into more details of the things that I believe will help you get access to the means by which you can easily and successfully create change, enhance your lives, and discover the peaceful awareness and happiness and joy we all desire. So let's do a recap. And as I'm recapping the, this material, what you're going to want to do is ask yourself, where does this relate to me? Where can I fit in the blanks to the questions that I'm going to ask you in this process? Because ultimately, it is what we don't know that we don't know that's going to make the difference. And if I take myself as a prime example, I trained for 17 years and I read many of the Greek classics and Renaissance philosophers and other philosophers and, and read about art and literature, and after two years being in practice, for some reason there was a dissonance inside of me and I couldn't figure it out. I spoke four languages, grew up in five different countries, 
And so, in fact, I was kind of ignorant and unaware of that I was actually missing something. And so that is the purpose of everything that I've been doing since I discovered there is a world of personal development, personal enhancement. It's all about growth. It's all about stepping into the magnificence of who you are as a human being and your ability to serve the rest of the world in the best possible way because you know what? It does ultimately excite us to give. Yes, it does. Because in giving, we are also telling the world that we live in abundance. We're not worried about what we need to get next for ourselves. But in any kind of condition or situation, we're just ready to give to others. And so what if you're in that space? You know, what is life like when you live in abundance, regardless of what you have in your pocket, regardless of the home that you live in or the cars that you drive? We all can have this sense of abundance, of being and flow, the sense of equanimity, having an incredible health and vitality and mental acuity. I mean, this is what this journey is all about. The doctor's guide and prescription for your transformation is the steps to get you to that space that oftentimes you might see in others and just think to yourself, wow, they're so lucky. But you don't know their story. You don't know what they had to do to get there. And what I share with you is the brilliance of so many people out there that have gone on the same journey that you're on, but they are truly fulfilling the role of the hero. And the role of the hero, based on its original definition, is a protector of two. And what that means in the real hero journey is the person overcomes the challenges, slays the dragon. And then goes back to the community to share with them the solutions, the strategies, the systems. In our case, the HEOPs, right? The health optimization strategies. I mean, just think for a moment. What if you had 10x within you? What if you didn't have the ailments that you carry with you now, the aches and the pains and the restrictions or the limitations? What if you could find a way to eliminate those? And really engage in a higher level of living. That is what this is all about. And that is what so many of my colleagues out there are sharing on all the different platforms. And my hope here on this platform is I get to share that with you in a, in a package, in a form that is easily digestible. And that's what happened to me 20 years ago. Totally against my will. Totally against my intuition. I went to a seminar, Tony Robbins, and in it, within the first 10 minutes, recognized, you know what, I was not living my full potential. I was giddy and excited to leaving that event, recognizing there was a world I didn't know was available to us. And for the last 20 years, I've been on that journey to really share it with others. And so here we go. This is the first one of the year. And the four quadrants that we're going to talk about right now is identity, beliefs, values, and needs. And so it's our beingness. Who are we? How do we define ourselves? Or in fact, how would we want to define ourselves? You know, just because you don't have a particular quality of, say, focus or creativity, why not develop it? Why not step into that space so that you can own it? Because as I shared earlier, you know, genius isn't born. It's not just for the lucky few like the Beatles or Bill Gates, you know, that have become so successful. They have the same 168 hours that you do. But what they did is they did mastery. They worked at it. And so they made a decision for themselves. And then assume the qualities to be able to manifest that. But part of the problem is that we're not surrounded by enough people to share with us what kind of qualities we should actually think about. And so I'm going to offer you the ability to connect with some of these 
um, solutions and resources on my website, drradamaker.com. And that is D-R and then Rademaker, R-A-D-E-M-A-K-E-R. Just go to the, the drop down for a radio show. And so there you can find out some resources that will ha- assist you in what you've heard from me today. So identity, who are we being? How do we define ourselves? What do we call ourselves? Because it is that person, that archetype, that can show up with the qualities that you now need to deliver the kind of life that you want for yourself as well as others. So what underlies that identity are your beliefs. Where do your beliefs come from? Do you like your beliefs? Do you dislike your beliefs? Do you need to change your beliefs? What beliefs do you want? Which ones can you now adopt that will make a difference? What if you just believed that you were agile and versatile and flexible and creative and smart and intelligent and thoughtful and considerate? You know, why not begin to pick and choose your own superpowers so that you could then be a person that you would really like instead of beating yourself up? Yeah, we all beat ourselves up. We're all not good enough. We've got that voice in our head that tells us, you know, what's wrong with us. Why not begin telling yourself what is actually right for you and start going after that? So again, in the resource section, you know, you can look at the, at the, at the values as to qualities and experiences that you can have. But then what's important is what is that order? And so typically what I tell people, you know, go ahead and pick your top 10 values, you know, whatever they are. If you don't, you don't need my resource list for that if you don't want to, but if you wanted to, I mean, just check it out. But if you, if you already have 10 values, like how about health? How about success? How about love? You know, how about energy? How about creativity? You know, what order are those in? And then double check to make sure that they're in the right order. Asking yourself, well, is this one more important than that one? And if it isn't, shift that order. Just change the order so that you know which ones are most important. Because it is that hierarchy of values that will determine how you actually show up in any situation. You know, I had a value before it was loyalty, integrity, and those came first until I realized, you know what, my top two values need to be health and love. And sometimes they just flip back and forth on the top two spots. Why? Because we need that health. We need to be able to have that vitality, that energy, to be able to be our best version. And in fact, to expand ourselves and become even more. And love, you know, that underpins everything. That's your attitude to the world and to the people around you. You know, however that is defined by you, but that's where it is important for you to actually determine, you know, how can you implement these Or how can you adopt these particular values right now? And then my third one was connection. And I call it a different type of connection. I call it a universal connection. And maybe I'll explain what that really means later on. But for me, that was underpinning also why I'm doing this podcast, this radio show. It's that universal connection that we're all connected together energetically. And that we all influence it. We all influence each other. It's that butterfly effect, if you're familiar with it. And so, what are yours? What do you want them to be? And the truth is, if you don't feel comfortable with a particular value or quality, you know, and but you want them, well, start working on it. You know, what are the things that need to happen for you to be able to adopt these? What new beliefs do you want to have? And oh, here's the thing about beliefs, by the way. Beliefs can be changed because a belief, where does a belief start from? Well, it starts off from this concept of a potential. We've got the potential of being something or doing something. And then we take action. We do something about that belief, with that belief. And then we get a result. And if that result supports that belief, then guess what? Then simply put, that's the belief that you're, you're having that makes sense. But what if it doesn't, right? 
What if you don't get that result, the outcome? Well, then that means you've got to change your belief or have a different belief or modify that belief, which then tells you what your potential is. So after beliefs and values, right, then we have our needs. And as I mentioned earlier, what are your top needs? Is it love and connection more than significance? Or is it, you know, variety and uncertainty? You know, are you that person that's going to jump out of an airplane without a parachute, right? You know, are you, are you an adrenaline junkie that lives on the edge? Or maybe living on the edge is also giving you that significance, right? How you differentiate yourself with other people. Again, it's about understanding what you need to feel fulfilled, to feel essential or to feel relevant. And then, of course, we have certainty, right? Predictability. And, and what if your partner had a different level of needs than you did? What if your partner was one that needed certainty and you're the one that needed variety? You're the one that was going to jump out of the airplane, but the other needed to plan their day to the minute. And so there's an opportunity for all of us to appreciate those needs, where they fall, which ones are most important, and then to understand how what we do day in, day out fulfills those specific needs. And if it's out of balance, then understand that you can do something about it. Either do a different vehicle, get a different way to fulfill that need, or find a different meaning about what it is that you're doing, or find a way that the need is actually being satisfied specifically in your activities. I mean, there's so many ways we can actually slice it if you start thinking about it. So what are your top needs? You know, for me, growth and contribution are my top needs. I love to grow. I love to learn. I'm constantly, you know, reading and, and learning and, and expanding. And I just don't feel there's enough time for any of that. And then contribution. You know, I'd love just to help people. I mean, quite frankly, a lot of what I'm doing right here, right now, is a form of contribution. right? Because I'm not getting paid for this. And I've been doing this for six years. You know, getting people on this platform, interviewing them, and gifting them the opportunity to share their wisdom and their insights and gaining more access to more people. And ultimately, it is for me about enhancing the wellness of our communities in this country, giving to you the tools that will make all the difference. You see, 20 years ago, I came up with this decision to make wellness a must and accessible to all. I really was struggling with the fact that there are so many unhealthy and unwell people. And all the information was really out there, but people were just not getting access to it. And so I'm creating these solutions, these strategies, these systems to make it so much more available. And I'll be talking more about that, or you can go to my website and check out some of the things that I'm doing. You know, one is the masterclass fuel for doctors to get back in the driver's seat of the practice, to give them solutions so that they can approach their practice of medicine as a business, give them the tools and then all sorts of resources that they can expand into so that they can then deliver better solutions for you, the client, the consumer. Because in today's world, if they don't do that, then that responsibility, that, that confidence is being relegated outside of the terrain of the doctors. And I think that can be very, very dangerous. But that is a discussion for another day. What I'm hoping to have happen is to be able to have our docs reassume that identity, that relationship, that role that we had many, many years ago as being the center in people's lives giving them the wisdom and the services to help people be healthy. And who better to help create and educate of all the things out there that are possible to optimize your life 
and someone trained as a healer. And those are the doctors or the naturopaths or the chiropractors out there. So this is actually for them. And for you, this journey that I can take you along is giving you the details of some of the things that I think that are important. But with all of that, I implore you to check everything that you hear from me and, in fact, from others. Find out the legitimacy for and the relevance of whatever it is that anyone shares with you and the appropriateness in your particular case. And as we all doctors have to say to you, you know, just check with your own doctor. But find a doctor who has an open mind and is already engaged into stepping outside of traditional medicine to start looking at the solutions that are currently so available out there, but they're just not aware of. So it is your responsibility to make the right decisions. And this is kind of like a disclaimer. You know, it's up to you. It's up to all of us to filter the information, the misinformation, and to, in essence, kind of experiment with some things in a very, very safe way and, and, and see what results we get. And what I mean by experiment, don't do crazy things. What you're going to want to do is try different things on. Just like with the ideas of identity and beliefs and values, try it on. See how it works for you. And then look at all these other th things that can help you. But most importantly, find a group of people that you can actually work with. Friends, family, doctors, naturopaths, chiropractors, nutritionists. There's so many out there. And hopefully, I'll be able to introduce a lot of them to you. Again, this ends the first step in the journey of this year, 2022. I ended last year by sharing what's the best gift that you can give others, and that is the gift of your health. And my mission for you is to help you find the path so that you can optimize yours and really live a fulfilled life, to flourish, to win at the game of life, knowing what game you're playing and playing it well. I am Dr. Bart Rademacher, the doctor's guy, prescription for your transformation, real people, real conversations, and real success, tapping into our authentic genius and living the life that we desire, tapping into that intelligence that's within us, the brain and the body, as well as the energy. I will see you next week. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Join Dr. Bart Rademacher live right here on StarWorldWideNetworks.com or on demand 24-7.